Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. It's time for Bart Reed, Drive Time Sports Insider for everything basketball in Arkansas. Bart is a former college player here in Arkansas and has worked alongside many of the top college prospects in Arkansas with his pure sweat skills and drill program. Bart Reed is brought to you by Arch Street Wheel and Tire. Tell them you heard this ad on the buzz and you'll get $100 off instantly with the purchase of four Toyo or Nitto tires. Only at Arch Street Wheel and Tire. Now, Bart, you've kind of built you up a little following. I mean, every time that uh, you're about to come on to the show, I've got all these questions waiting for you from our Asher Record Service Company Life and Feedback. So let's start with Blair. Key takeaways from Europe. What are Bart's positive items, the two things we must get better on this season to make it past the Elite Eight? Well, first of all, hey, Randy. Hey, Coach. So, hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Inter- interesting yeah. trip, yeah. right? So I think that there was a lot of positives, a lot of things to take away that Razorback fans can take away. I think the turnover, assist-to-turnover ratio is something that Coach Musselman talked a great deal about that has to get better. When you're talking about 17 assists, the 20 turnovers, that's just not going to get it done. I I think a lot of that is Coach Musselman talked about decision-making. I think it's guys overpassing, trying to make not not the cool play, but maybe not just making the statistically easy play. So I think that's stuff that gets worked out. What scares me about this Arkansas Razorback basketball team is the lack of diversity with three-point shooting. If you look at it, it's Nick Smith and the rest of the team is ones and twos. And I'm not talking about makes. I'm talking about attempts. So that is something that Coach Musselman and staff will have to work out, I think, to get past that hump to get to the Final Four. I still think that that is – something that they're going to have to find a way to get over the hump is knock down open three-point shots. I think the big takeaway positive is that everybody was as advertised. I think all the talent, all the five stars are as good, if not better, than advertised, athletic, long, can create shots, multiple positions. So I think the talent is certainly there and the right pieces are there. Bart, is the three-point shooting, is that fixable? Randy, it's a, a million-dollar question. I, I think it's fixable, but from a coaching perspective and a training perspective, if you look down the stat column, if a player is not taking more than three attempts a game, that lets you know that he's not a shooter, he's a scorer. So if you see Nick coming around the four, it's fixable, but I don't think that's what anyone on the lineup really does. Outside of Macy, Joseph Pinion is obviously a great shooter. So it's fixable, but the shot attempts have to be there. Now you can't – it would be like anything. If you don't get attempts up, you're not going to be able to consistently hit shots. You're always putting yourself – back against the wall. So I think it can be worked on, but I think they've got two fronts they have to attack, attempt and then make. 
But if you're a bricklayer, a bricklayer, can you can you correct a bricklayer then? Because some of these yeah. shots are not very pretty, and conventional wisdom tells me if I'm throwing up some bricks, I better not keep throwing them up, or otherwise I'm going to be over there beside the coach. Well, Randy, to your point, is that why we're taking such few attempts? Because it's alarming to me to see that many great basketball players and taking up one court, and we're looking at six or seven total three-point attempts. It, that, that's alarming, and that's maybe, to your point, why they're not taking those shots is because they, there's not very much margin for error, so they don't want to sit on the bench. Now, yeah. it's good that they're not forcing bad shots, but in the end, Randy, the question was, how do we get over the hump to the Final Four, right? So Correct. we can win basketball games. Can we get to the Final Four and win the big one? That's the question. Well, and I asked this, and maybe I didn't ask it in the, in the right way, uh, for the answer I was searching for, but I asked Coach Musselman, I said, you know, how, how does a guy earn minutes? And he was real simple, production. Well, okay, if I'm one for seven beyond the three-point line, that's not very productive. He's probably not going to give me a chance then to get one of seven. It may be one of three. I mean, Rick can, can echo this. Uh, when Coach Sutton was uh, the head coach if uh, you weren't if you hadn't earned that shot in practice then you better not take it in the game or if you took that shot in practice i mean in the game then you better make it because otherwise you were going to be watching over there beside coach sutton that's right that's right and i don't think the the players are still new into the season so comfortability and knowledge of what the coaching staff wants or does not want, I'm sure is, is still a little bit of a gray area. But, you know, I was part of Coach Moncrief, who was a Sutton disciple, and it was a really simple equation, right? If you had earned 15 minutes and that was your practice time and you were going to go, you were going to get those 15 minutes, your identity, you are what you are going into that. So if I was a scorer, my expectation was, my production was I was going to score. That's not necessarily. A three-point shot could be a layup, could be whatever, but you are who you are, and you have to do what you do. So if you're a bricklayer, you better not shoot a three, and if you're going to get rebounds, and that's your thing, you better go in there and uh, get some rebounds if you want to stay in the game on this team anyway. Hey, Bart, let me ask you this question. You're talking about shooting and Randy Rick. This is something that I've you know, just noticed over a period of time, particularly when you're traveling to an environment that's very new, you own these planes. You go into a place. These gyms you hadn't played in. You, there's a certain level of being uncomfortable in that environment, so you may not shoot in that situation anyway. And I think once you get back into your normal environment, you may feel more comfortable taking shots in Bud Walton or different places. But everything was new, and so I think there's a level of apprehension to shooting in gyms that you've never yeah. shot in before. What do you think about that, Bart? I, I, Coach, I 100% agree, especially when you're talking about we have an unfamiliar gym, a changing shot clock that's different, a mm-hmm. basketball that's extremely different for, for players that are creature of habit. And just this simple, like Coach Justice is a high rep player practice, I was the same way. If these guys are even taking a dip of 20 to 30% less practice for just warm-up reps, 
that gets in the mind no and question. almost makes you want to pull back. Yep. So I, I I agree with you, Doug. And then, and then the apprehension of that, based on what y'all were talking about production, why would a person want to go on the road in preseason? I'm just talking from the psychology of playing and coaching. Why would you want to go on the road and and then let you know, like I said, your your first perception is a, is how you the, the opinion of you is created. So how yep. why would you want to go over there and have bad games shooting the ball and then give him a perception that he's not ready yet? Rather, hey, I, I'm not gonna take any shots over here because I'm not gonna give my give myself an opportunity to get tagged that yep. can't be productive. I won't do it, so he won't say I can't do it. Then I get back over here at home. Then I get ready to ball. How do you think about that? I think that's the psychology behind a lot of what y'all saying. Hey, I I agree, and I don't, and listen, I don't think it's the wrong psychology to have, especially if you're playing the long game. So I oh absolutely, I don't disagree. You know, so I I agree, and listen, I think that we would all prefer attack the rim, get to the foul line, do all that stuff because we talked about settling for too many three pointers that Arkansas Razorback team had last year. So no, I I agree on all fronts, coach. I think they're a great point. All right, Razorback Bob, hang in there. We're about to hit the break. I'll throw this in real quick, Mark. Uh, I'm not sure we have seen, on the other hand, any better uh, a four-game set than what we saw of Trayvon Brazil. 29 of 34. That's that's just unreal. That still sounds almost beyond belief. All right, hang in there, Mark. we got to take the break. Bart Reed, pure sweat basketball skills, thanks to Arc Street. Wheel and tire. Drive time sports will continue in a moment. It's time for Bart Reed, drive time sports insider for everything basketball in Arkansas. Bart is a former college player here in Arkansas and has worked alongside many of the top college prospects in Arkansas with his pure sweat skills and drill program. Bart Reed is brought to you by Arch Street Wheel and Tire. Tell them you heard this ad on the buzz and you'll get $100 off instantly with the purchase of four Toyo or Nitto tires. Only at Arch Street Wheel and Tire. Sweet, sweet deal there. Uh, let's check in with uh, Razorback Bob. Robert, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Well, pleasant good afternoon, guys. Randy Hi, and Rick and hey, Bob. Bart and Damon. I know Damon's man in the board, and he never gets uh, told good That's afternoon. Right. So good afternoon. And the doctor Damon. of football. Fitz, Don't Fitz forget the doctor of football. And, That's right. Yeah. Hello, Bob. And y'all jump, y'all, y'all jumped ahead of me. We can't, we can't forget about the doctor. <laughs> How you doing, um, my brother? I'm doing great. God bless you, man. I I really enjoy your 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 input and your your show and. And it's just uh, it's just great to be alive. But uh, Bart, earlier uh, you um, associated um, with three point shooting with bricklaying, and uh, <laughs> I did wanted that. To tell you, <laughs> I did that. Uh, well, I'm thinking, Randy, you may be on to something because back in the day when I was younger, I used to lay bricks, and <laughs> it might be good for coach to bring them to a construction site because if you was going to play, if you was going to lay, you know, at least 2,000 brick a day, you had about a second to line that brick up, and then you had to wipe the mortar off and go on. And uh, maybe that's what they need to do is just take that second, line that thing up. And Am I not going to get a buzzer for that Rick Schaefer sarcastic? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. 
Okay, seriously, Bart, uh, I may not talk to you about this for another couple of months. This will probably be the last time, but uh, so many fans and others are are concerned about the turnovers. And my cousin and I have been talking about this and get your input on this. I'm, I'm thinking part part of the situation could be the aggressive play that they are playing over across the pond. Um, if, they're, if they're playing that same game here, there's going to be more calls, hand checks, stuff like that. Uh, you sure. know, when you bump a guy and knock him plumb out of bounds, that, you know, over here, that's a foul. Uh, that would cut down a lot on those those turnovers because they would call the foul and it wouldn't be a turnover. So are sure. we making something too big out of this and what it what it is? But then on the other hand, then your concern comes back because maybe you can inform me, but most of those teams wasn't pressing. I mean, you can either have a half-court press or even a full press, and they just wasn't doing much of that over there. So that kind of, mm-hmm. you know, but, but, but Bart, the thing about it is. But they were uh, playing zone. The other teams were playing zone. Some press? Mm-hmm. No. Just a zone, whether it be a, zone, a, a lot of zone. two, three, yeah. or whatever it may have been. They were they were playing zone once they figured out Arkansas couldn't shoot the three pointer. Yeah. So so Randy, God forbid, if they was playing full court press, how many turnovers we would have? But um, but anyway, uh, the the other thing um, you know that I was you know thinking about, and thank God, you know uh, Bart. Most Razorback teams at this point in the time, we don't even know hardly nothing about them. So That's you know, right. now that we know something, we all we all concerned, and, and thank goodness, coach has got two months to work all this stuff out. But um, yep. one of the one of the comments, and I think he was talking about specifically the guards. Uh, he talked about the ones that was going to be bringing, and he said basically whoever gets the ball is going to bring it up the court. But mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, you know, I believe that Nick Smith is a good ball handler and, and, and Black is also. Uh, but do you think he might narrow that down and say, okay, we're going to have you and you and you to put, bring up and try to turn some of those turnovers? But get your get your opinion about that, and y'all have a great day. Yep. Thanks, Bob. Thank so, you, Bob. All, all really interesting points. So I think, to your first point, I think a lot of the turnovers – are kind of going back to what you're saying. Coach Musselman, it was a big deal to him, and I think it was a big deal because of the unforced turnovers, the fact that there is no pressure. As you alluded to, I think it bothers him. So, of course, they have – the Arkansas Razorbacks have plenty of time to work that, and I think it will work itself out uh, just fine. Or Coach Musselman will make the correct substitution. I think it's extremely interesting how they're doing the point guard by committee with Nick Smith and Anthony Black. I I don't disagree. I think it is a great way to do it. However, we have to keep in mind these are 18-year-old kids, so their decision-making as far as what a point guard sees at the high school level, as Coach Hill will test with justice, they're seeing reads are right in front of them, so they're one pass away. Coach Musselman is expecting them to be two and three reads beyond that. And as great as five stars, they are not used to that speed of the game and seeing the different defenses. That will come over time. I think there's both of Anthony Black and Nick Smith can handle the point guard spot. 
just fine. I think they will adjust as a team, and I certainly think that the turnovers will get better and the decision-making will get better as they progress in their film study and practice time. Hey, hey, and to echo on Bart, because what he Bart just what he said just really triggered something. Uh, about three weeks ago, I was down with my son, and we were having dinner. And he said, "Dad, he said the mindset of a freshman to what I am a junior." He says, it, "I can't comprehend it." He said, "This just says so different after playing for two years, and now what? When coach tells me something, it's already there." He said, I, he said, as a freshman, he said, you're just so green. He said, so what Bart is telling you is exactly right, even though they're very talented to, to, to go in. when you bring Even football players, when you bring those guys in as a quarterback, particularly the, the, as meticulous as Coach Muss is on doing things right, and he has such high expectations. So I think, you know, and that's why the team has gotten better and better and better past – past Christmas break into the season because they finally picked that up. So, uh, uh, you know, but the turnovers for anybody, remember I said uh, last month, Boston, it cost Boston a national champ, um, a championship. They, they mm-hmm. turned the f- yeah. basketball over. So you can't turn it over. It's yeah. not it's then not how, it's not how you win it. It's how you lose it when you turn it over. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, Bart, I, I think the other part of this equation is they are so used to playing – I'm going to call it uh, playground basketball. And yes. I would dare say um, I came, maybe 20 of the turnovers, the, of the 30 that they had in that final game, were open court, errant yes. passes, ill-advised passes. But they were playing, again, playground basketball. Uh, I'll throw it, you holler, then go foller. And uh, I think a little bit of that, and I think that's what was driving Coach Musselman crazy because he sees the talent. We see the talent. They know they got the talent, and they're used to doing that against high school competition. Now, all of a sudden, they're playing against a pro team, and those silly lob passes and and uh, trying to make acrobatic dunks and this kind of stuff, I think it's just a byproduct. Of, uh, of of op- open court play. I think there'll be far greater discipline the next time you see them out there. I agree, Randy. Spot on. All right, Bart. We will talk with you later on this week. That's Bart Reed, Pure Sweat Basketball Skills. Thanks again to Arch Street Wheel and Tire. <laughs>